Hey, witches. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Girl. I'm your host, April Eckweilen. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about Beltane. Beltane is going to be coming up here uh, at the end of this week. So starting um, the evening of April 30th and then going through the evening of May 1st. And I wanted to just talk to you about this, this Sabbath. Um, some people celebrate, some do not, some do a little, some do a lot. Um, but I just wanted to kind of, of talk to you all about, about Beltane, kind of what it's about, um, maybe give you some ideas of some things that you can do to celebrate, um, give you some ideas of what I have done, um, in the past and, uh, hopefully get you guys excited for, um, for this Sabbath. So, Beltane, uh, otherwise known as May Day, it goes by a bunch of other different names too, because a bunch of different um, religions as well as, you know, um, communities and such celebrate this day, but everybody calls it something different based on their beliefs. Um, but this is a cross quarter day. Um, and what that means is it falls halfway between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. It is the peak of spring. And this is when we start, you know, getting those beginnings of summer. Um, you know, when things are warming up and, you know, we're, we're getting ready to get into that nice summer, that nice heat of the summer. Um, I mean, I'm in Florida, so it's, like summer pretty much all the time here. But anyways, um, this is that time where, you know, you'll see flowers that are beginning to bloom, you know, everything starts to green up. And it really is an, um, it really is a Sabbath that celebrates and honors life. It it's a time of fertility. It's a time of growth. And this can be, you know, literal fertility and growth, or it can be fertility and growth of an idea, a project, a goal. Um, this is the great wedding of the God and the goddess. So it is a time to celebrate love and unions and sexuality. I mean, it's, it's basically like if you want a, a Sabbath to, you know, <laughs> have a good time with Beltane would be it. It is very much, um, a very sexual, um, Sabbath. So like I had mentioned, uh, celebrations will usually start at sundown on April 30th and end at sundown on May 1st. And, celebrations vary just depending on 
you know, what pantheon you, you, you work with, what, you know, where you are in the world and, and so on. So a lot of times, um, Beltane is, you know, corresponds with fires like bonfires. It is a fire festival. Uh, that is what Beltane is. And people will light bonfires. They will do uh, like jumping of a fire to purify themselves. Um, sometimes couples will jump a fire in order to pledge themselves to each other. So there's a, there's a lot of fire going on um, in this festival. And as somebody who loves to burn things and loves to have a fire around, this is one of my favorites. Um, Another thing that uh, you will see a lot of in um, in Beltane celebrations is a maypole. And a maypole it represents the god and the goddess. So the pole represents the god and the ring of flowers, you know, what the... Um, you know, what the, uh, the, the really colorful ribbons and strings are attached to, um, that represents the goddess and the weaving around the pole symbolizes the spiral of life. So it's these, you know, these cycles of life that we go through these unions that we create. And sometimes people will just do like a maypole in their celebration. Some people will incorporate it with that bonfire. Everybody does things differently. So keep that in mind, like, especially if you're looking online, um, for ideas and such, just keep in mind that, you're gonna find some differences in how some people celebrate and what they do and what their rituals are and what their workings are and so on. And that is completely okay. Um, last year, I was actually um, in New Jersey for um, for Beltane. So I had to do some stuff solo. I was not here, so I could not get together with my coven that I am with here. And uh, so I was in New Jersey and where we were, we were at my in-laws and it, it is just, it's very, just very quiet, very rural. Um, it, it my in-laws have this like really big backyard and I, actually made myself uh, my own maypole. So I went around, walked around. I found this stick that felt right to me. I had brought some ribbon with me, some different colored ribbons. I actually have it in the colors of the rainbow. Um, and then I found a local shop up there because I wanted to attach uh, a crystal. I wanted to attach um a point, a crystal point to it. So I got an amethyst crystal point that I attached to the top of it. And I, when I was ready, after I finished making it, I started making it the night before. And then on May 1st, I went out into the backyard and I placed my maypole in the dirt, uh, you know, in the ground. And I sat there and for a while, I just you know, I closed my eyes. I took in the sounds, the smells, the sensations of nature around me. 
and focused my intentions, what my intentions were and what I wanted to do. And then I started to weave the ribbons around my maypole. And then what I did with that after everything was done, after I finished sitting there and meditating and such, I I actually did a tarot card reading for myself right there on the grass. It was amazing. And I have to say, the one thing about up north is... I absolutely love being in the grass up north. There is just, it's so soft compared to, you know, what we have here. You know, we have that St. Augustine stuff down here and you, I will not walk barefoot on my grass down here unless I absolutely have to. It's just, it is just not comfortable, but give me the grass that is up north. I will just lay down and, you know, just soak it all in, walk across it barefoot. I don't care. It's just, I love it. And that's the one thing I miss up there. But anyways, I digress. Um, So I did, you know, I did a tarot spread, um, you know, right there on the grass. And I'm actually going to share that tarot spread um, with you guys a little later. And um, I just took it all in. I just took in everything that I was seeing and feeling and hearing. And, you know, then when I was done, I went back inside and we went on with, you know, the rest of, of our day. And then what I did that night, because, you know, it is a fire festival. I actually made this, I took a Mason jar And I kind of made this like little ritual in a jar. I added different herbs that matched my intentions. I added crystals in it as well as around it. I had brought some candles um, that corresponded with, you know, with Beltane, the colors and such, and also with my intentions. And once I built that mason jar of my ritual, you know, added any, you know, writings in there that I needed to and whatnot. I stuck the candles in there and lit them and sat out on the back porch under a gorgeous clear sky. And since, you know, since my in-laws are kind of, you know, they're kind of out and away from, you know, anything, you know, busy city-wise, it's very dark out there. So the only thing that was lighting uh, the space around me were these candles that I had put in this mason jar. And I just sat out there and focused on the flames. And I kind of, you know, got myself into like a little bit of a trance because I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever sat there and, you know, meditated with watching a candle flame or just, you know, just stared at one, it's just, it's very mesmerizing. And um, I was able to just really get some, some clarity for what I had, you know, going on for the ritual and for my intentions and so on. And, uh, it was just nice to just be able to, again, be out in nature, have that light celebrate in my own way and enjoy the time 
you know, my, my family was all inside. They could have come out and hung out with me, um, but they decided to stay inside and let me just do my thing. And uh, as soon as the flames went out, I closed my ritual and, you know, went back inside. So it was a really, I really enjoyed it, you know, even though it was, you know, done alone. Um, it just goes to show you that you can do stuff, you know, by yourself, you can do stuff with a larger group. And then what I did is that maypole I brought home and it now hangs above the door to the shop to bring in all of the intentions and everything that I set out for it when I was doing my rituals and my meditations with it. So, um, so yeah, so it's a nice little reminder. So every time I come, you know, I, I come in and out of the shop, it, it hangs there and I love it. And it just, it makes me smile. So what are some correspondences that go along with this Sabbath? Well, um, if you're looking for like some workings to do, some rituals to do, some magical focuses are, you know, abundance, fertility, growth, manifestation, passion, union. Think of like all of those things and, and, you know, you can be as broad or as really specific as you want to be with these. But this is a great time to do some workings with those focuses. The colors associated with it are green. So think of growth, abundance, and fertility. Red, think of strength and vitality and passion and fire. And then white is very cleansing and clearing and protective. So those are some of the main colors um, for the Sabbath. And some people like to add other like summery colors. Um, some like to add like some pink and brown and yellows and such. And that is completely up to you. Remember, it is your magic and you can do whatever you would like to do. We all know that I have to get some herbs in there and uh, some good herbs for this Sabbath are lemon, mint, mugwort, meadowsweet, honeysuckle, rose, yarrow. Um, there's others that you can do as well. Other plants that you can add, even flowers, pretty much any flower will be amazing. Especially if you want to decorate your space, I say, bring in all the flowers, um, anything. It can be anything that you, that you like, just bring in all the flowers and make your space how you want it crystals. We all know I love to add crystals to my workings. Um, emerald, malachite, bloodstone, amber, rose quartz, and this would not be Beltane and, you know, basically a sex type Sabbath without carnelian, aka the bone stone. So, <laughs> Um, adding those either on your altar, carrying them with you, adding them to workings, um, you know, placing them in certain areas around your home or even around your property. Um, 
great to use during, um, during this time. If you want to burn some incense, um, you can use those, uh, you know, those herbs I mentioned just a bit ago, um, as loose incense and you can burn them on a charcoal disc. If you want to add maybe some essential oil to it as well, to maybe give it a little bit more of a scent, you can do that. Other people sometimes like to use frankincense, rose or lilac incense. Um, but you can kind of go with what it is that you like. If you like a specific scent that, um, that really appeals to you, use it. I know a lot of places will even carry incense blends, um, incense sticks that are like for attraction and for love and passion. So use whatever calls to you that that's the, that's the beauty of this. So what can you do? What can you do during Beltane? What are some things that you can work on, do, uh, especially if you are by yourself? Um, one thing is decorate your altar, decorate your space. If you don't have a dedicated altar, either because you just can't have one where this, in the space that you are, or you might be still a little in the broom closet, um, decorate, decorate your room, decorate your home, bring in fresh flowers. Like I said, that if, if you're still kind of not out of the broom closet yet, placing fresh flowers around your home is to anybody else going to look like you're just placing fresh flowers around your house. Um, but if you can, and you have a space that you can tend to decorate your altar with things that bring you joy, things that you know, remind you of this time, this, this fertile time, this growth, um, you know, you want to focus on, you know, maybe boosting some of the goals you've already set for yourself. So think about that and think about what you can add to your altar that will help boost that goal. I like to, with my altars, I like to, you know, have candles usually that correspond with the colors of, um, of the Sabbath. I like to put down crystals. I like to have some kind of flower arrangement, even if it's, even if it's not fresh flowers and you just want dried flowers. I know a lot of people who, you know, they'll set up their altar for each Sabbath and they'll use um, either flowers they've dried or they'll use artificial flowers so they can reuse them. It's completely up to you. Um, but I like to, you know, add some flowers to, to my altar. I like to add any kind of tools that I'm going to be working with. Like I'll make sure my tarot deck is on, um, my altar. And I have so, so many tarot decks. Um, <laughs> um, so I will usually use one. Uh, I have a few that are associated with like 
plants and growth and things like that. So I'll tend to go to those rather than use like something that's just like, like the rider weight, you know, deck, just like a regular, you know, traditional tarot deck. I'll usually go a little bit more, um, a little bit more themed when I am using them for uh, a specific uh, Sabbath. And I will just add just different stuff onto my altar. I will put like an offering dish there to do any offerings. I will usually have my cauldron on there because, yep, I am going to put a fire in there, um, usually with Florida water and just pour it in there, light it up, burn whatever you have to burn really quick. If that's herbs or papers or whatnot, I will have my cauldron um, in there so I can use it, whether it is for burning or if I'm going to, you know, be putting some incense in there or I, depending on what I'm working on, I may use it for, um, for some other things. So with, with your altar space, do what makes you happy and you can do as much or as little as you want to do. And don't feel like you have to go crazy over the top with it. Um, you just, you don't, it can be, like I said, it can be very simple and it can be elaborate if you want it to be. And if you are, you know, in the closet a little bit, then, you know, just put up some little things around your house. Works perfectly. Um, some other things you can do is some people will create a large maypole and they will go ahead and do a maypole dance with it. Some people like to plant seeds, you know, great time to maybe start a garden or, you know, start, you know, repotting some plants and, and whatnot. Um, you can definitely do that as part of your Beltane activities. Feasting. I mean, we like food. There are so many recipes that you can find in books and online that go along with this Sabbath. And this is another way that you can celebrate if you're not able to be completely out of the broom closet. Um, you can cook and cook dishes that go along with this Sabbath. It is a meal. Nobody has to know that you are celebrating Beltane. It is just, it is a meal. It is food. Um, so look into that. There's a lot of great resources out there. A lot of great recipes that you can find online, um, that go along with Beltane. Um, Hey, get it on, have sex, have fun, whether it is by yourself with a partner, whatever, do what feels good, do what makes you happy and have at it. I mean, enough said. Um, I mentioned doing a tarot spread and the tarot spread that I like to do requires six cards. 
And you can lay them out really however you want. They don't have to be in any particular formation or shape or whatnot. But what you want to do is obviously before, if you've, if you've ever done a reading for yourself or, or whatnot, you want to make sure that you're grounded. You want to make sure your space is, is, is cleanse, you know, cleanse your cards if you need to, especially if you've been using them a lot and you're going to, once you do all that, you're going to go ahead and pull your six cards. So the first card is going to represent the goddess, and this is what is within. The second card is going to represent the God, and this is what you are going to be manifesting. So this card is going to say, hey, this is what you're manifesting. The third card is the union. Remember, this is the great marriage of the goddess and the God. So this, the third card is the union. And we need to ask ourselves, how can question number one and question number two, so what is within and what is manifesting, bring balance or create something new? Card number four is all about fertility. So what is abundant right now? What is abundant in our lives right now. Number five is fire. What needs to transform? And I love this. I love that they're, you know, there's calling this card, the fire card, because, you know, fire, it, it transforms things. It destroys things and then we rebuild. So what needs to transform? And then the sixth card, the last card is for creation what energies are around your creativity? What energy are you bringing to the table to do the things that you want to do to create this goal, create this life, manifest what it is that you want to manifest? So those are the six cards that you can pull uh, if you want to do a tarot spread for Beltane. I did this. This is the one I actually did last year when I was at my in-laws. And I think I'm going to do it again. Uh, I like to sometimes, you know, use the same spread because, you know, stuff, stuff changes in a year. And I want to see, see what the cards say on this one. Um, another thing that you can do is get out in nature, take a walk. Go around. If you have like a park near you, go there. If you can do some hiking, if you can't really go far, even just walking around your neighborhood, walking around your property, get out in nature, notice things, see what catches your eye, notice the sights, the sounds, you know, the smells in the air. And you know, maybe when you're out and about, you may notice something that speaks to you and you, you know, a stick, a rock, uh, a feather and bring it home and place it on your altar. So these are some great ideas that you can do for Beltane. They're definitely not the only ideas out there, um, but try one. See, see what you can plan. Like I said, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It doesn't have to be an outrageous gathering. If you want to have one, great, do it. 
Um, and if I'm close, invite me. <laughs> um, but have fun and, you know, keep in mind what this Sabbath is all about. You know, honor life, honor this time of fertility and growth, whatever that fertility and growth mean to you. It's, it's time to honor that. And, you know, let's get ready for, for what summer is going to bring. So, um, other than, you know, looking online, you know, Googling stuff or going on Pinterest or whatnot, um, a book that I really like for, um, for Sabbaths is, and it's actually a whole, um, like series. It's a whole, uh, collection and that is, um, Llewellyn's Sabbath essentials. So it has a book for every Sabbath and I love it because they are all, you know, they're, they're, they're very, you know, pocket friendly. They're, they're small books. They're not, you know, outrageously big. Um, they're all color coded based on the, the Sabbath, but they give you just history on the Sabbath rituals, recipes, crafts. They give you all the correspondences. They even give you further resources that you can look into. They are a great little collection of books. You can usually find them online. You can find them in some uh, metaphysical shops and, um, you can even find them just from the Llewellyn website, um, themselves, but they are awesome books to get for, um, just referencing different things to do, different correspondences and the way different places and different people celebrate each Sabbath. So if you can get your hands on one, I highly recommend, um, that you do. So hopefully you got some, you know, good ideas on how to celebrate, um, this, this Sabbath. I plan on getting together with my coven. So we're actually going to be getting together, um, on the 30th. And so we'll be doing some stuff together. And then on the first, I am going to be focusing on my altar. I'm going to be focusing on some manifestation work and I am going to be doing that tarot reading that I mentioned. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing that tarot spread again. So speaking of tarot, so our card of the week is going to be the six of cups. So the six of cups is all about nostalgia. It is all about, you know, maybe connecting, reconnecting with people who we haven't connected with in a while. It's all about harmony and allowing our inner child, uh, you know, to come out and play, allowing our inner child and maybe this, this future self that we're manifesting to have like a little conversation, like, you know, just kind of chit chat and, and, and talk to each other. But this is a great time to look at, you know, how we can maybe bring back some things that we enjoyed 
you know, maybe years ago, it doesn't have to be exact, but, you know, we can put our own little spin on it, but, um, you know, bringing maybe some traditions back, rekindling with people, allowing for that growth to happen and allowing our lives to, to move forward, you know, being at peace with what has brought us to this point in our lives and know that, you know, you're meant to be here. You are meant to be where you're at and you can only move forward from here. You are in control. You can manifest you can allow this fertility and growth, especially with, with this Sabbath, you can allow that to affect your life how it needs to. So six of cups, great card to get for this week. So this has been a production of Girls Girls Media. Music has been by Breakmaster Cylinder. Don't forget to check out the Girls Girls Community Facebook page. Really, my gosh, it is, oh, I, I just can't get enough of it. It is amazing in there. It is such a supportive group of women. And you know what? Share your Beltane rituals in there. I would love to see, um, you know, what you guys are doing, you know, share a recipe, share you know, your activities. I would, I would absolutely love to see what everyone is doing. And don't forget to follow Glow Girl podcast on our social medias on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Glow Girl Pod. So I will post, you know, little tidbits in there. I'll share some of my Beltane uh, workings and, you know, just activities, maybe share some recipes in there and whatnot. But um, if you haven't uh, liked and followed us yet, make sure you are doing so. So thank you guys so much for joining me again this week. I hope that you all have a wonderful and blessed Beltane. And I hope with whatever you choose to do, that it brings you all of your desires and all that you are manifesting. So take care, witches. Blessed be.